Welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Podcast, where we help real estate professionals grow, learn, and thrive. I'm your host, Shantha Wetterhan. We have a special guest, Miss um, Karen Carr. You've been in any of my continuing education classes, especially about uh, my video marketing courses. I brag about Karen Carr often and how she's been able to grow a thriving real estate business with video. And I'm so excited. We're going to be picking her brain today. Let me let you know a little bit about Karen. She helps real estate agents attract a steady stream of income, um, a, shreddy, a steady stream of new clients as well with her YouTube uh, courses. She can show you how to dominate your market with video. She has a book, YouTube for Real Estate Agents, and she's also a very successful real estate professional um, down in Savannah, Georgia. So we are so very excited to have you here today, Karen. I have all my questions here and I can't wait to get started. Thank you for being here with us. Well, thank you for asking me. And I, gosh, I was so humbled when I found out that you were using me as an example in your <laughs> CE classes. So, wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, no. Yes, definitely. Um, it's my pleasure. And Karen, this isn't our first rodeo. We actually, I've interviewed you in the past for my podcast, Branding with Purpose, and you just gave so much good information. I just could not pass up another opportunity to share a value within this Facebook group and also all those who are watching the replay as well. So thank you so much. I, I want to first start off just, you know, let's get to how you're doing with all the, the craziness happening. How are you handling everything? How How is life for you right now? Well, it's weird. Let's, you know, call a spade a spade. Everybody's trying to work from home with their kids all around and trying to homeschool and do their jobs. It is the strangest thing that I've ever encountered for sure. But yeah. what I decided was I was already making video. And now that I can't really go anywhere every day, I thought, could I increase my content production? So that's what we decided to do and started making even more videos than before. Because let's face it, we kind of have a captive audience right now. Everybody is home. They're online. Have you noticed how slow your internet is? Because oh, every, yeah. the whole world <laughs> is online simultaneously. Yeah. So if they're all online looking for information, you can't look a gift horse in the mouth, right? So we figured let's make even more videos that we can put out there for the people that are looking for information in the Savannah market so that we are the ones that they find when they're doing that search. Absolutely. That is such a smart idea. You know, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that I am sort of, you know, annoyed by. I can't, you know, we were talking about that before we locked on. Everybody's struggling with hair and nails and just all the the things us ladies like to do. And uh, right now I am grateful for, despite the inconveniences, I'm grateful for the time that we have. And so, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get into um, just your how you got started with video. Tell me about sure. what was your first, what was your inspiration to start, and how did that unfold for you? It's so funny that I stumbled on it by accident. I was living in the North Atlanta suburbs, and I was blogging, and I really enjoyed blogging because I hate cold calling with a passion, and I would rather write for an hour a day then call expireds or FISBOs. So I would write these great blog posts and put them on my website and it was working. I was getting people that would say, hey, I did a Google search and I found you, 
we want to buy a house. Will you help me? And I read something, just some random statistic that said, if you embed a YouTube video on your blog post, it was 43 times more likely to show up on the first page of Google search results. So I didn't have any YouTube videos at the time. And so I just went to YouTube and searched for videos from the Chamber of Commerce or the local tourism board. And I would take their videos, like as long as it was not another, it was a competitor. I didn't want to drive tra traffic to their channel. But if it was the Woodstock, Georgia tourism board, where they had like a drone video of the downtown area, I would copy that and embed it into the blog post. And then we moved again, we moved from Atlanta to Savannah. And I got a call where somebody said, Oh, excuse me, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So first I was using their videos, but then I thought, well, I should just make my own videos. I mean, how hard would it be? So I started making videos that were nothing, like filming with my phone, no lighting, no sound, no editing, no graphics, like bare bones minimum videos. And then we moved to Savannah. So we're not even here five days. And I get a call from somebody that says, I found your YouTube channel. I've watched all of your videos. I feel like I know you already. We're selling our house in New York. We're moving to Georgia. Will you help us? And he was talking about Atlanta, unfortunately, not Savannah. So I was like, you couldn't have called me a month ago. I just relocated. But I referred him to somebody else. And then I thought, he said, I feel like I know you already. So I thought, okay, if, if I'm not even doing a good job with video, I don't have any consistency. I don't have any schedule whatsoever. I'm just randomly making these videos when I feel like it. And I got a lead from it. How much more effective would it be if I actually had a consistent schedule and a strategy? So since I was new in town, I thought I'm going to make one video a week. I'm going to make one a week and I'm going to post it every week on Monday. And let's just see what happens. Within six months, that's where I was getting the majority of my business. It's insane how quickly it happened. That's amazing. Let's talk about uh, your equipment and, you know, just not having a strategy initially. One of the things when I speak with uh, real estate professionals, some of them, there are a lot of type type A real estate professionals. That's why they're so good at what they do. Yes. They just want to make sure everything's perfect. Everything looks polished, but maybe they don't have the equipment right now or right or the content. Can you tell me how you started with that? And then how did you get to where now when we go to your YouTube channel, it, everything looks amazing. Did you start off out the bat like that? You know, how did that evolve for you? Yes, I was fabulous from day one, because I was a Hollywood producer, said nobody ever, except one guy. I do know one guy, Trevor Jones. He was awesome. He was a Hollywood editor for 20 years before he became a real estate agent. Most people are not like that. So Here's my fancy recording device, right? It's my phone. And I think I had a $12 microphone that clips on right here with a big long cord that just plugged into the headphones jack. And that was pretty much it. Then I upgraded to some fancy stuff like this. It's a tiny little tripod with a place that holds the phone. And then this is a ring light. I mean, it's not big. It's like six, eight inches across. And it just sits on the desk. You put your phone in the thing, you turn on the light, and now it's pointing at you with light on you. I think that was like $29 on Amazon. We're not talking big, fancy stuff. Um, I did eventually buy a real camera 
And it was so overwhelming to me. It was very intimidating. I had no idea how to use it. I would have to break out the user's manual every time I turned the sucker on. And it got to the point where I was like, forget it. I'm not using this thing because I, it's just too intimidating. I'll just stick with my phone, which I know how to use. Thank you very much. So I eventually upgraded to a microphone that is wireless so that I don't have to have a 30 foot cord that's always in a knot in my drawer. But other than that, it's really simple stuff. It's, you know, film with your phone, have a Bluetooth microphone. You could even use your AirPods or whatever Bluetooth earbuds you have. Just have decent lighting. So my desk faces the window and the light from the window is coming in and natural light is awesome. If you can get away with nothing more than natural light, that's totally fine. And that's pretty much it. I love it. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I can just have people skip taking my three hour CE and just have them watch this, uh, this, <laughs> this podcast right now. Cause that is exactly what I tell people. I have a big, fancy, expensive DSLR camera. And I tell them in my class, I don't use it. It's overwhelming. And I'm not going to post the video if it's sitting there on a disc somewhere else. I will post my video if I know they're on my phone. I can just do the editing on my phone or laptop and get that churn out. So I love your no nonsense, just laid back approach. So well, thank you. Yeah, I finally took that camera. I put it on a tripod. It's actually right behind my desk and over to the side. So whenever I do live streams, that's the camera that I use. And the only reason I do that is because it really is a good quality camera. So the resolution is awesome, but it's in the same place 100% of the time. And I don't have to take it down and put it up and change the lens and all the things. It's like I have it, I use it for one thing and that's doing my live streams. Everything else I pretty much do with my phone or my iPad. Love it. Yeah. I remember um, some advice you gave when I interviewed you for the podcast, the Branding with Purpose podcast. And it was mainly about just how to get over fear, how to shake the haters off, how to um, just be more confident when you are trying to do video. Can you give some advice on people just starting out who just don't know where to start? And there may be fear around not looking and feeling perfect on camera. Right. Well, we all stink at the beginning. So every single person that you watch on YouTube, if you think they're amazing, they were not like that at the beginning. Let me tell you. So everybody starts somewhere. You do not win the Heisman Trophy the first day you play football. You have to get out there and practice and do it over and over and over again for months and months and months before you get to the point where you're like, oh, okay, this is a piece of cake now. I can do this in my sleep. I don't even think about it. But at the beginning, nobody's like that. So how do you get there? You practice. You do it over and over and over again. If you make one video a month, you're not really going to get much better because you're not doing it over and over frequently enough to really make it part of your DNA. You know what I mean? What do they say that you have to do it for how many days before it becomes a habit? It's really true. The more you do it, the easier it gets, the more comfortable you feel. But if you're only doing it once a month or once every couple of weeks, it really takes a long, 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 long time before you see any real improvement. But if you did one a week or two a week, I mean, if you've got the time to do two videos a week, just think how good you'd be in about six weeks from the sheer repetition of doing that. Yeah. And then as far as, um, you know, just being afraid of what we look like on camera, I always tell people, look, you don't have to work with everybody that wants to buy or sell, sell a house in your entire market area. You only want to work with the people that want to work with you. 
So when you get on camera and you are being your authentic self, you're doing two things. You're not only attracting the people that like your personality and would like working with you, but you're also repelling the people that are not a good fit for you. And I would argue that that's almost more important because I don't want clients that are a pain in my rear end. I don't want those people that when they call me, you're like, I do not want to talk to this guy. I mean, we've all had clients like that. And it's not fun. It makes the whole transaction so stressful. I would much rather work with people that I like and that like me in return. So when you are just being yourself on camera, yeah, there will be people that go, oh, I don't like you at all. Okay, bye. You don't have to call me. I'm totally fine with that. And the other thing is, if you ever get nasty comments on your YouTube videos in the, the comments, it's a badge of honor because if nobody knows you exist, you're not going to get any comments. When you start getting like troll comments, you're, you know, you've made it. You know that your videos are showing up in the search results and people are actually watching them. And again, if they say something nasty, it's my channel. I can delete you and I can block you if I really want to. So. <laughs> Yes, that is awesome. It's a great way, again, to qualify clients, you know, showing up as yourself. And I tell people all the time, you've got to show up for yourself as yourself when you meet a client face to face, you know. So why not just show up authentically as yourself so that you can attract the right clients? So, yep, yeah, I was I was doing a presentation at our annual conference in uh, Dallas, just the, the last trip I took before we were quarantined. And he said, if you got a new client, do you show up with a bag over your head and those voice disguising thingies like you're a, a witness for the FBI? No, like they're going to see you when you meet them in person. So what's the difference if they see you on a screen or standing in front of them, you look the same. Yes. I love to talk about content. And um, like I said before, I am in the Karen Carr fan club because <laughs> um, I, like I said, I, I do uh, brag about you quite often. You are part of one of my, uh, I teach video marketing strategies to real estate professionals. It's a continuing education class. Could and you please bring that to Savannah, by the way, I would love to attend that. And every time I get your emails about it, I'm like, oh, I can't go that day. And it's a four and a half hour drive, but I would love to. I would love, but now I'm teaching virtually. So maybe you can oh. uh, join us virtually. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, one of the things you are part of that presentation, you're embedded in the presentation. And one of the videos that we do a case study on is the video. It's, uh, you're, you're really giving the difference, uh, buying a home versus building a new home construction, buying a home that's already there. And you, it's a, it's an awesome video. I love it. I even love the bloopers at the end because it drives that point home that perfection never happens. It doesn't happen to anybody. And, uh, one of the things that I love is that you're, it's social proof. You're, that's why I, I talk about the class is the fact that the content, the video, what you're saying, how you're delivering the content, it's number one, proving that you're an expert in the market that you serve. Secondly, you're answering a question that I'm sure a lot of your clients have for you, but you're doing it in an evergreen way through video format. So I'd love to talk about, you know, content, how to come up with ideas like that and how that has really benefited your entire video marketing strategy. Oh, it benefits it so much. What I, what I really like to drive home is that you don't have to be an all-purpose real estate agent who will work with any type of person in any part of town, in any type of transaction. If you can pick a specialty and that is your niche, when you niche down like that, you 
it suddenly becomes so much easier to think of content for that person. For instance, if you are working with, I work a lot with military relocation. So military that have gotten orders to come to Savannah, they're working at Hunter Army Airfield or Fort Stewart. I know what those people want to know about because they're transferring into town. They've never been here before. They don't know anything about it. They want to know where they should live. They want to know how a VA loan works. They want to know how much they need for the down payment and what are closing costs. And they have all those kinds of first time buyer questions, but then they're all wrapped around military in particular. So it makes it really easy for me to come up with ideas for content because I know who I'm talking to. I wouldn't make a video about selling your luxury listing to somebody that's moving to Savannah and they're 25 years old. So it, it helps you come up with your content strategy when you know who you're talking to, but it also helps attract that person because you're putting the content out there. They're doing a Google search to find information. They find your video. It's kind of like it, it draws them in like a, a tractor beam. And when they watch the video, if they liked you, they watch another one and then they watch another one and then they get to trust you. And then when the time comes to actually buy a house, they reach out to you and they don't even interview anybody else because you've earned their trust by giving them all of this information so freely and not asking for anything in return. And the video that you're talking about was, is it cheaper to buy or build a house? We had done a video about new construction. I think we'd done a couple of, so I have a, a little team now and there's three of us. And I think we'd done a few video tours of specific neighborhoods where they were building. So like one was a Mungo Homes community and one was a DR Horton community. And we were looking at our analytics in YouTube and we could see which videos were getting the most views. And a lot of them were the new construction videos. So we said, hmm, we should make some more videos about new construction because people seem to really like these and they're getting a lot of views. And so that's where we came up with the inspiration from it was simply look at your analytics and see what is resonating with your audience and then go make more videos like that. Yeah. Wow. You just dropped so much, <laughs> so many jewels in that one, <laughs> that one uh, uh, talking point there. So I, I do want to go back to um, the fact that niching down a lot of agents uh, and realtors that I work with, that I can, you know, consult with in terms of their branding and their, and their business strategy. A lot of them are really afraid. They, they feel like, you know, they're going to leave money on the table when they don't niche down. But I recently had a client who was struggling with this. She actually had a quite a bit of success in the industry, but she did feel like she was all over the place and she was taking on clients that she really didn't want to and that sort of thing. And once we got her to create a buyer persona, we had get we had her get real about the type of clients that she typically attracts, the type of clients that she wants to work with, the areas of town that she would prefer to serve. She ended up marketing specifically to those people. She created an avatar um, for that particular client. Her marketing budget decreased and her list price um, increased. She was more, more of a profitable real estate agent because she was able to niche down. And her content was much more effective because she was able to deliver the right type of content to her specific audience. So you are absolutely right about that. And as far as when you said they're afraid they're leaving money on the table. So my niche was buyers relocating to Savannah because they are in the military. The very first lead I got from my channel was a seller who is not in the military. So 
Just because your channel has a focus and you have a very specific marketing message does not mean that you're not going to get any other business from other people. They're still going to find your content. And if they watch it and they like you, they're going to hire you. So don't operate from that place of scarcity and thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to lose all this business if I have a focus. Hey, listen, I don't care where you live. Whatever town you live in, you're not going to have 100% market share unless you are literally the only real estate agent in town. So would you rather just be Johnny all-purpose real estate agent who does the same thing that every other one of your competitors does? Or do you want to be the go-to person like, oh, Johnny is the one that specializes in beach homes. If you want to buy a beach home, he's the guy. Because then word spreads, you get referrals, all the things like having a specific specialty will always, always, always benefit you. Absolutely. And another thing I would like to touch on was your, when you mentioned analytics mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, social media marketing, that's my thing. And I always, you know, a lot of clients are still doing traditional marketing. I still think there's a place for it. But I always say, you know, you don't know if, if I stood over my trash can, I, maybe you mailed a mailer to my neighborhood and I got your your beautiful postcard you invested in. And I could have stood over the trash can with the value pack coupons and your mailer. There's no way that you can really track that. Right. But when you when you're using and leveraging platforms like YouTube, you can actually make marketing decisions based on your analytics and you can adjust and refine your content, your messaging, whether or not you're the right audience is following you based on those analytics. So I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, the analytics uh, back end of YouTube is a wealth of information, but most people don't even go look at it. They have no idea what their analytics are telling them. And you can learn some really, really great things. Like um, if you have a video that's five minutes long and you go watch your analytics and you see that everybody is leaving the video in the first 45 seconds, well, why is that? So you go and you watch it with a critical eye and you figure out, well, my intro was 30 seconds long. It's this montage of me walking around showing houses. Look how fabulous I am. And I'm losing their interest. So they don't even watch the content of the video because they bailed during my intro. Stop using that intro, right? Have an intro that's three seconds long instead. But you'll never know that if you don't look at your analytics. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that word CTA, <laughs> the, the, uh, the call to action. Can you share a little bit about what the call to action is and how can we implement call to actions in our video marketing strategies? Yes, ma'am. So the call to action for your YouTube video will never, ever, ever be if you know someone that wants to buy or sell, call me. Here's my phone number because on YouTube, they don't, they didn't come there to watch a sales pitch. They didn't come there to watch a commercial. They came there because they wanted to learn something or they wanted to be entertained or they wanted to be inspired or maybe even a combination of all three. So at the end of your video, instead of saying, you do something for me, instead you say, I want to do something for you. So if you have a great, Mm, I don't know, maybe it's like a VA buyer's guide, or it's a relocation guide, or it's a home seller's checklist. You can say, so now you know all about blah, 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 but would you like to learn more? I've got this free resource for you. You can click it down below. They go to your website. You've put it on your website as a downloadable PDF. 
They have to give you their name, their email, their phone number in order to get it. And then when they do, they fill out the form, they get whatever it was that you were offering. And most of the time they put in valid contact information because you have not been trying to sell them. So you have earned their trust. I like, I rarely get fake phone numbers and people say, what? You don't get fake phone numbers. I don't because not everybody's going to fill out that form, but the people that do fill out the form put in real contact information because I've earned their trust by not trying to sell them before they were ready to be sold. So I've offered them something of value. If they want it, they go get it. Cool. If you don't have something like that, get them to watch another video. So now we learned all about whether it was cheaper to buy or build, but do you want to see the three neighborhoods where they're still building for less than 200,000? You know, click right here and watch this video next. So they go watch that video next and they get more FaceTime with you and they get more opportunity to like you. They're getting more watch time on your videos so that you're making the YouTube algorithm happy. And the YouTube algorithm will say, oh, people really like your content. I'm going to have it show up higher in the search results. And I'm going to suggest that more people watch it. It's like everybody is happy, right? So you are giving them value, they're offering more stuff, or you're just driving them to watch another video, but you don't say, call me, here's my phone number, you know, all that kind of stuff. Love it. Yeah. Now I I've wanted to ask because I, I am not very heavy on YouTube. I'm heavy in other places, but I'm just now starting. I've been trying to post to YouTube for two years now. I have, and now I'm starting to put my webinars and I'm noticing that my view, my views are going up because in my followers, because I've been more active on there. Mm -hmm. And I've always want to ask people like you who actually have a lot of followers and that sort of thing. Are there any secret hacks to get people to watch your videos and to get those followers in terms of tags or, you know, what can we do in order to ensure uh, viewability for our videos? Well, in order to get followers, you have to be consistent. It's kind of like a TV show. If the TV show is on every Thursday night at seven o'clock, but you don't show up every Thursday night at seven o'clock, you show up maybe every third Thursday. And sometimes it's at four and sometimes it's at 10, but it's not usually at seven. They never know when you're going to show up. So there's no real reason for them to follow you. So you've got to pick what your content upload schedule will be and then be very, very consistent. Then you have to deliver good value. So when they watch the video, it's got to be interesting. It's got to be informative and fun. And they like your personality and you're not trying to sell them. You're just delivering all this information. They're naturally going to want to follow you because it was good information. Now I find that 80% of my views do not come from subscribers. So the vast majority of the views on my videos are coming from people who have not subscribed to the channel. So subscriber count really, like, it's great to say I've got 7,000 subscribers, but that's kind of a vanity metric. It really doesn't have anything to do with how many leads you will get from your channel. Instead, you want to get them to binge watch your content. I want them to watch one video and then watch the next one and then watch the next one. Then they might pick up the phone and call me. They weren't a subscriber but I got their business and they signed an exclusive buyer brokerage agreement to work with me. So I'm happy. So followers are great, but they don't have to be subscribed to the channel in order to still be effective and get you business. But then how do you get them to watch the video? That is the secret sauce, isn't it? Because if the video is five minutes long, but they only watch 30 seconds of it, it's probably not going to be effective. So 
you need to learn some editing skills or hire it out. If you don't want to do it yourself, there are people on Fiverr that would be thrilled to edit your video for $10. So just edit it or hire it out, you know, make your video. And I usually just press start. I record the whole thing, mistakes and all, press stop. And I have one file because if you keep going start, stop, start, stop, then you have like 19 different clips and you can't remember which ones were the good ones and which ones were the ones to get rid of. So I just do it in one big long take. And then you can send it to the editor and say, here's my intro, here's my logo, these are the colors that I want, put some fun music behind it. I want you to have lots of B-roll. And B-roll is when you are showing something else on the screen. We hear your voice, but we're looking at something different. So let's say that you're doing a neighborhood tour and you're talking about how great their community pool is. We're looking at the pool, but we hear your voice. The, the shot of the pool is the B-roll. So you tell the editor, I want some B-roll. They can use stock footage that they can get all over the internet, or you could shoot it yourself. So if you're at that neighborhood doing the video tour, you, you just you know take a little pan across the pool and then you show the playground and the clubhouse and all the things and give that all to the editor and let them put it all together for you. If you like doing it and you want to do it for free, you're just going to have to learn how to do it. But you want to change up the shot about every five seconds. Like people just don't have an attention span these days. So if you can change up what they're looking at, even if it's like close up and then zoom back. And then I'm off to the side because over here I've got some graphics popping up on the screen and then B-roll and then... I don't know, just some something that pops up to keep their attention. That's how you keep their attention, keep them watching, keep it fast paced. It's moving along. There's not a lot of dead air. There's not a lot of pauses. Um, I see people that are like reading a script and they look down at their script and then they look back up again. It's like, you can cut that out. Nobody needs to see you look down at your notes. Just stop talking, look down at your notes look back at the camera and start again. And then we'll take that part out. And that way you keep the video fast paced. And then my favorite trick is to end it really abruptly. If you say, thank you so much for watching. I hope you found this enjoyable. If you liked it, be sure to give it a thumbs up button and you know comment down below and da, 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 da. You're giving huge signals that, hey, dummy, the video is over. So they're just gonna leave. But if you say, like all of a sudden you're, you end the video of, so we were talking about new construction and you say, you should watch this video next where I did a tour of the DR Horton community in uh, wherever it is, Pooler, Georgia, where you can get a brand new home starting at 195. And it's kind of like, oh, the video just ended. I didn't know we were there yet, but they end up watching it all the way to the end because they didn't know you were about to stop. So don't give clues that you're wrapping up the video either. Because if you can keep people watching to the end of the video, the algorithm is going to love you. And they are absolutely going to suggest your content to more people in the future. I love that. One last thing. And I promised we'd have a 30 minute interview today. But Karen, I feel like I can talk with you all day long about this. Uh, you're just such a fun. This is such a fun interview. And I, okay. I, I really enjoyed it. So I have one last thing. Um, you have really made me look like a superhero to the clients that I um, consult with. And one of the things that I kind of kind of snuck from you during our last uh, interview was the fact that you batch your content and you've been doing it mm -hmm. since the beginning. You said that you had a goal of uh, 
you know, publishing a certain amount of videos and you have the time to batch. And so I, I actually give that as a suggestion to my clients. So I've been batching content. Um, I, you know, record on Saturday mornings about four videos, change my top, but I owe it all to you. So I wanted to say thank you. And you're so welcome. If you're still, if that's still a suggestion that you give to your students and, oh, yeah. and the other agents that you work with. Batching is the greatest thing because I can't tell you how many of my coaching students will say, oh, I didn't upload a video last week because I got sick or I got really busy. I had all these closings. It's like, well, that's awesome. But you can't just skip a week of content because you were busy or you caught a cold or whatever the case may be, because life will always get in the way, always, every single week without fail life's going to get in the way. So do yourself a favor. <laughs> if you're going to get up and you're going to do your hair and you're going to get all camera ready and you're going to turn on the light and you're going to turn on the microphone, record several videos back to back. That way, one day a month, you sit down and you do your research of what should I make videos about? What do people want to learn about? You come up with your four topics and then you just make a, an outline. You don't have to write a whole script. Just say, okay, if I talk about this, I need to hit these five bullet points. And then the day that you're going to record, let's say that it takes you 20 minutes per video. We're talking like an hour and a half. We're not, it's not an all day thing. An hour and a half to make content for an entire month is time well spent, especially if you don't do the editing. <laughs> so I finally hired a virtual assistant in the Philippines that does all my editing for me. So I record all the videos. I send them to her. She does all of the work and sends it back to me when it's done. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And she charges me $3 an hour. I think it's less than that, actually. It's insane. I need her number. <laughs> yeah, really. Because the, your, the dollar goes so far in the Philippines. And she's super, super talented and very qualified. It's not like I'm getting bottom of the barrel people. They're amazing. And so if you can outsource it, leverage that small amount of money to get lots and lots of hours of time back. Yeah. So I told you through email, some of our team members are in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. We are my web designers in the Philippines. And so is my graphic designer. And the, the quality of work is amazing. Yeah. And you're right. It's the dollar does go fast. And yeah. I've, I've got really great results from that. So. So, yeah. So thank you so much for being here. I just wanted to find out if you have any last tips and also where can we find you, your book, your course, all that good stuff. Oh, OK, great. Any last tips? Let's see. You will always find a reason not to do video, but it's getting to the point where video is no longer optional. So if you're going to spend the time to make a video, put it on YouTube where you know people are looking for it. That's why I love YouTube so much. It's not really social media. It's a search engine. It's like Google. It's more like Google than it is Facebook or Instagram. It really is a search engine that's all visual format. So if somebody is going out there and they are searching for selling my house in Dallas fast or moving to Cincinnati or, you know, how much does it cost to hire a real estate agent? They don't go on Facebook and Instagram to do that research. They go to Google. And because Google owns YouTube, your video will absolutely show up on the first page of Google search results for free if it's a good video and it's performing well in YouTube. So take advantage of the fact that it's a search engine and know that the only people who are ever going to watch that video were the people that were searching for that content. To me, that's like, that's huge. Every single person that watches my videos wanted that content. They were searching for it. That's why they saw it in the first place. So 
You can follow me at YouTube for Agents. I have a YouTube channel for real estate agents called YouTube for Agents, where I share tips and tricks like this. I have a Facebook group called YouTube for Real Estate Agents. My website is YouTube for Agents. You're seeing a theme here. My book is called YouTube for Real Estate Agents. So I, I am all about the YouTube and I just promote it everywhere because it's been so successful for me and for so many of my coaching students. It really is awesome. That's awesome. And it sounds like you've you've definitely worked on your brand. I see today you're wearing YouTube red as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Karen, again, it's always a pleasure being able to connect with you and catch up with you. And um, I really appreciate the time that you've taken today to be on the Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Um, any, any, I just uh, want to thank you and uh, I hope you have a great one. We'll thank talk you, soon. Samantha. It was my pleasure. All right. Thanks. You bet. Thank you so much for listening today. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here today learning how to grow your real estate business. Now, don't forget, follow us everywhere podcasts can be listened to. That's Apple, Spotify, and Google Play. And be a friend. Share this podcast episode across your social media. Have a great one.